Welcome to CISO Talks. Today I'm joined by Greg Vandergast. He's an executive advisor to CISOs and today we're in Manchester, hosted uh, kindly by Rulian in their offices here. So Greg, welcome. Thank you very Thanks much for, for having me. So on a previous podcast, we talked about why cybersecurity is broken. Um, 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 why do you think um, CISOs are failing to get things right? Alan? What's your opinion? I think, I think we're dealing with things at a very uh, too far downstream once it's just gotten reactive. And you, you see that in tooling choices, you see that in hiring choices. We've just not addressed the root causes and now we're juggling a million things. And we need big teams and we need all kinds of monitoring and response and, and that kind of tooling. And I think a lot of that is, um, uh, I used to think it was about having more structure and you, you absolutely need that structure, but you're not gonna get traction to it until you have uh, a, Engagement, basically, because the engagement is going to give you the visibility to know what people are doing and what you actually need to address, uh, both you know in terms of the people actually doing the work here, your basic employees, mm. but it's also going to help you build the relationships and get stuff done so that you're not stuck at the end of the project where, hey, we've done the functional requirements, but there's a thousand security issues that I now have to build controls around. Right. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I do. Why... Why do you think it's got to this point? I mean, what, there's obviously something that's gone wrong somewhere along the road that's, that's created. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. So I've been doing this for 20 years. <laughs> and you know, we're just saying, starting out as a teenage hacker, so at, you know, yeah. this is a system, one computer, one operating system, and this is how I secure it. And I kind of grew that out you know, through networks and organizations. And I still see the exact same root causes. And we're talking about how fast uh, cyber is evolving and the threats. Is, but the, the, if you go down to the root causes, they're the same. Mm. You know, it's, it's people not hardening stuff, not patching stuff. We can't do patching, but we're getting mm. all these things where it's reactive because we failed to do something much simpler, much cheaper, further upstream. Where that change happened, I, I don't know. Mm. Um, but we've now become such a large industry that it's kind of, there's, I don't know, critical mass, and now the status quo is kind of maintaining itself. And uh, people are not taking a step back. And I'm entirely self-thought, and I consider that to be a huge advantage, because I've never, I've always looked at things, and as I progressed through my career, you know, frameworks came out, and tooling came out, and I was always, I must be an idiot, because I don't understand how this works. I don't understand how, how this would make me more secure. I know how security works. I know how to break it, and I know how to make it so other people can't break into me. Mm. And I don't understand how what you're pushing and selling, whether it be you know, compliance frameworks or, or tooling or, and that kind of stuff, how this, and, and there are exceptions, but in so many cases, yeah. how this helps. And a lot of, we, the more best practices I see, I see them actually dumbing down the thinking. Hmm. And if you want to secure something, you need to know the details, you need to get in there and be curious and, and find out how things are working. And the more we apply, the more we mature as an industry and, and come up with more standardized ways of doing things. Oh look, we've matured, we've created this model and this model and this framework. It's like, yeah, but they're not perfect fits. And you're hmm. now building that on top of the problem, but you haven't yeah. solved the problem. And then we keep building and building and building. It's like you haven't address the root cause. And I think that uh, it strikes me that it's about asking the right questions. That's one of yeah. the things I think is really important, like figuring out what really matters and what questions you need to be answering to keep what really matters safe and secure. Yes, uh, someone taught me a, a term a few weeks, or a, few, a couple of months ago now, 
Theory-induced blindness. <laughs> so you, we're so sure this is how you do it. This is what we hire for. This is what we architect for. This is how we structure organizations. It's like, but are we sure? Like, have we taken a step yeah. back? Uh, and the analogy I was using for the, the security industry is that the car that gets a mile per gallon, yeah. if you get a car, something's wrong with this car, it can't be this inefficient. Because you, you look at our security spending and it's going like this. Yeah. And you expect uh, a commensurate reduction in what we're of fighting. Of course, yeah. But no, it's, it's going up even further. Yeah. So not only, like we're not even keeping pace with it, so what's going on here? Yeah. And so if you have a car that's getting one mile per gallon, you're like, something is wrong here because yeah. I'm not getting what I should be getting. But what if all cars got a mile per gallon and they've always gotten a mile per gallon? You'd think it was perfectly normal. Sure. And you'd build an entire industry around fueling the car. And if anyone tells you that you just Fix basically get the more engine, than that. <clears throat> yeah. What's this guy talking about? Yeah. No, it just needs more fuel, maybe. <laughs> And, and that's kind of where, where we've gone. Yeah. And it's very hard to get the people to take a step back and, and have a look at it. And it's interesting because because of that indoctrination, it's hard to get that argument into people's heads. But, and that's like, you know, from, from the graduate who just graduated college to most CISOs. Um, but if you go up a layer, CTO, CIO, CEO, where they're not as security indoctrinated, it's like, this just grin from ear to ear. It's like, no one's ever explained it to me this way. This mm. makes sense. Because yeah. for them, it's just been these, you know, like your, your other guest Joe said, like, you're not, we're not explaining it to them in the language they understand because we're speaking to them in our language. Yeah. It's a language we learn through indoctrination. And if we take a step back and speak like a more common, you know, English, I guess, sure. you know, like how would you explain it to a five-year-old mm. and you look at these concepts without all the stuff that's been pushed on us, you start reaching very different conclusions. And, you know, with the analogy of the, of the one mile per gallon, if you're up to 100 miles per gallon, you still need some fuel. I mean, there's still a need for some of the tech and there are going to be scenarios that we could anticipate. We need mm. tech and monitoring and stuff like that. But you don't need nearly as much. You really don't need nearly as much. It's interesting because I came into this industry as well. I mean, I've worked in information security for nearly 20 years as well now. And I really never understood when we're speaking to so many security professionals and, uh, and they're talking about all this tech that they have in their environments and their organizations. But at a fundamental level, when you ask them about, so how does that help you, you know, keep your information secure? Yeah. And they, there's massive gaps in fundamental knowledge around their information and their information security. And I'm like, why have, we bothered, why have you bought those? Why have you gone out and bought yeah. this stuff? If, if it's not delivering any value against what really matters, if you can't make that connection between this tech you've bought and keeping your information, why have you bought it? And, and while I'm sure, sure they wouldn't want to admit it, I think there's an element of, well, we've kind of always bought that, that That's what we've vendor. been told. It's, it's <laughs> funny how we, you, we had to. How, you know, like IAM, yeah. PAM, uh, you know, all, all these tech, you know, MFA, yeah. but it, it becomes a buzzword and there's like that sales pitch associated with the buzzword yeah. and that's what it does, but they never like kind of deconstruct yeah. what is it actually. Where's and so many times it's like, oh, we do zero trust. Well, explain it to me. It's like, oh, okay. So you, you do authentication based on source and time, mm. you know, mm but they're just selling zero trust, zero trust, zero trust. How many times do you go to a vendor's website and you can read pages and pages and pages of how it helps and does things and all these buzzwords and the hype. 
I, I've spent 15 minutes on your site. I still don't know what your product is or does. No. And it, it, you know, you <laughs> should be addressing a core I, thing. You know? Yeah, I, I, and I think uh, it, even worse, I think when you see vendors that are trying to push and fear sell, um, I think that that creates completely the wrong culture as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it should be based on, on understanding. And I've, I've said, you know, I've evolved as a person and as a security professional, mm -hmm. and I was once a, a snotty teenager, and, you know, 15 years ago, uh, you know, contracting, doing technical stuff, making tons of money, uh, and they're selling, you know, when I saw that kind of advertising of, hey, they're, they're trying to scare management, they're trying to say we need to spend more money on security, yeah. This means I get a high salary or a high mm. consulting rate. It means yeah. I get budget to play with all the toys. I'm all for it. <laughs> but you know, I've I've moved on, and I the security industry hasn't. And yeah. you see it with VC funding. It's like whatever is hyped up, whatever we can sell, pump up, get yeah. to a market cap, and dump. That that's I mean that's the business model for most security companies. But they spend you, more on marketing than yeah. they spend on, on tech. That's incredibly unhelpful for CISOs. Because what, how on earth do they know where to start? How, can, how do you cut through the noise? I think they need to start looking at their own businesses because mm. it's, it's down to the basics. There was um, the NSA, I saw a post uh, talking about, um, I don't know if it was a statement by the NSA, that all the stuff, you know, they covertly hack into stuff. But in the last yeah. 24 months, they had not used a single unpublished zero-day exploit. They only use known vulnerabilities. Yeah. And no one's fixing it. No one's doing the basics. And I think a CISO, instead of looking at all these, you know, machine learning, AI, blah, 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 technologies, blockchain, um, do the basics, do them right. And, but, because we're not. And they think they're doing them. The box is ticked, but just take more time and find out. Because quite often you'll have a CISO come in and he'll devise a strategy and try to push that down as, as you do. But they don't actually know what's going on at the ground level. Mm. So I like to go at the ground level. And no, I, I don't want to talk to your head of ops. I want to talk to an, an analyst that does vulnerability scanning. Right. Find me one vulnerability and ask why. Not, okay, it, the vulnerability and fix it. Why is it there? You have patching processes. You have clean provisioning processes with golden images. You have change management that controls changes where you get security sign off. How did this vulnerability get there? Why is this server missing a patch? Um, and that's when you start, you know, something somewhere got screwed up. A process isn't working, a tool isn't working, there's poor decision making, there's erroneous reporting. Start chasing those things down because you may have a dashboard. I mean, I've seen CISOs that have a dashboard that says everything is patched up. And you go talk to the guys like you're missing thousands of patches. Mm. Oh, well, you know, because the guy running the vulnerability scan saw the patches, went to the patching team, and they told them, well, the registry says it's patched, so yours are probably false positives. I said, mm. yeah, but his tool is actually interacting with the, execu the executable, mm. so it knows it's your registry is wrong. Yeah. It updated the, the patching tool was crap, it updated the registry, but not actually installing the patches. But the, you know, so this vulnerability scanning guy would spend one day a week scanning, and four days a week removing actual results from the, re from the report, because the patching team said they were false positives, but they weren't. And that's what makes it up the chain. So the visibility is incredibly clouded. And the more we empire build and the more we have levels and stuff, the less mm -hmm. visibility you have. I think leadership and, and a good curiosity on the part of CISOs is absolutely essential for that reason. Curiosity, 
slash paranoia. Yeah. <laughs> you, you need you need to act like. You. Yeah, because I, I think I think we are as CISOs, we are um, we kind of get a get out get out of jail free card because if you're a CIO and you have to deliver a web platform or something, if it's not working, you're going to find out right away. The phone's going to get start ringing. People are going to start complaining. Whether your security is working or not, can't tell. That's an interesting so, question. How do you measure success? I think, I think you should be able to actually feel it. I think you should have, like, it's hard to put, and this is why metrics to me are, are a sensitive issue, because it's hard to put a real metric around it. But you should, to me, security is achieved through simplicity, elegance, and visibility. If you make things dead simple, yeah. where you don't have all this noise, and you have one or two layers of a hierarchy from CISO to actually seeing the systems, and take the time to... You know, like, oh, I don't want to see the, the patching reports and this because it's too much stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, why is it too much stuff? It shouldn't be. It's too much stuff because you've got all these, all these issues upstream. If you deal with them and your patch report is super clean, you've got only a couple of issues, and your, your risk register goes from 800 to 10 issues that you get to say, then, yeah, CISO can, does have the time to, to deal directly with it. Right. So to cut down on, on that hierarchy, you have to be able to, to see it and feel it. Uh, I, th I think a lot of it's cultural. Yeah.